Jesus Christ, the all-compassionate Savior of the world, is judgmental and nosy. At least, that is what the evangelist Mark wants us to think when he describes Jesus in the passage today. And Mark is right. I myself have always known Jesus to be so mercifully honest that it is sometimes hard to pray to him. The times when I have come to know of his love for me most tenderly often happens to be the times when my own failings have come to light. In fact, often when I am most sorry for my wrongs is when his mercy floods in, just when I am most miserably embarrassed by some self-discovery which would provide a perfect chance for some self-loathing, there he is, preventing me from what could otherwise be the very best of all pity parties. Hmm. You and I have many gods from which to choose to worship. I was recently reminded of Ayn Rand's rational objectivism god, probably one of the most popular gods out there today. It manifests itself differently in different generations, but as always, it sits on a throne of rights and is served by a kingdom of writers, R-I-G-H-T, writers. And who doesn't want to be right? Well, Jesus, for one. No, Jesus didn't come to be right. He came to sacrifice himself for the sake of his Father's love. So I wouldn't blame you for saying that Mark's God is not your man. I mean, sacrificial love is so unenlightened. After all, what is wrong with honorable teachers being dignified in respectable attire and addressed respectably? What is wrong with giving VIPs VIP treatment and giving them the best seats in a synagogue or a place of honor at a banquet? I mean, what if the money that the scribes are devouring from widows' houses is going to a good cause after all? What if their long prayers are edifying or gratifying. Why should such do-gooders be condemned? Hmm. And why on earth is Jesus praising a reckless widow? Mm -mm. She is certainly not doing the right thing. Perhaps she's gone a little bit cuckoo. I don't know. I mean, how is her family going to support her if she's just given all her living to the temple treasury. What will they say when they find out she gave away her last coin to the institution that promotes the scribes who behave in the jerky ways that Jesus is condemning? Huh. And while we're at it, instead of condemning people, why doesn't Jesus fix the system? And why is he so nosy about what people are giving. Hmm, wait a minute. During this season of our hmm, every member canvas, it makes me nervous. 
Jesus isn't asking me to give the right amount. He's asking me to give 100%. In everything I do for him, Jesus doesn't want me to do the right thing. Wait a minute. He wants me to be the person for whom right or wrong does not limit my love. Well, I don't want people to think I'm cuckoo, like some old widow giving up all her money. I mean, you would think that Jesus would be more concerned about the distribution of the treasure. Is it being used in accordance with his moral principles? That is the rational question. But Jesus Christ does not have moral principles. He has a heart of sacrificial love that will infuriate anyone who worships the God of being right. No. Jesus, in his compassionate salvation, does not want to right the wrongs. He forgives the wrongdoers. Jesus does not want to see everything objectifiably reasoned out as right or wrong at all. He wants every tear wiped away from every eye. No. When it comes to allocating treasure, Jesus is not in control. He's in love. Amen.